And it's Carcon Carne still in quarantine. This is officially the 58th show I've done from home, not in the car. Episode 371, if you're keeping track. Quarantine con carne. I'm James Van Alstel, and tonight's show is sponsored by Siren Records McHenry, who are now offering curbside pickup and online ordering. You can check out their new website at sirenrecordsmchenry.com. If you're in a band, if you own a label, if you want to get a product in a store, a real brick-and-mortar store, you can message them on social media or just call Siren Records McHenry. They're always looking to support local music, as am I. Uh, Carcon Carney also tonight sponsored by C&H Financial Services. Check out their website, freeprocessingnow.com. It's Carcon Carney. Joining me on Zoom slash Facebook Live, I have, let me get this going here, Adam Cryer. Adam Cryer of AM Taxi, Adam Cryer of Lucky Boy's Confusion, Adam Cryer, who's played with lots of other bands too. Uh, hi, Adam. Hey, James. Thanks for having me. This was kind of a last minute thing. I, I reached out to you because I, I just saw you posted a new AM ta- or a new video of a song that's been around for about a year or so, an AM Taxi song called El Patron. I thought, well, this is a good excuse to catch up with my old pal, Adam Cryer. The video was, we're seeing a lot of this now from musicians. This was recorded from isolation and quarantine. So why don't you tell me about the new video? Well, yeah, we were trying to figure out how to do this. I'm not very savvy with any of the computer stuff. I did the whole thing on my iPhone. Uh, Basically, I just sang the song. I had a little clip track going in my ear and sent it around to the guys and they played along to the audio that I sent them and then kind of mixed all the video together and uh, walked around the neighborhood and took a little footage, placed it in there. And why, why that song? Did that speak to you in the, the current situation we're in? It's funny. I don't know if you've noticed this, but like a lot of songs I've been listening to, it's, it's just coincidental that a lot of things, you know, like are lining up with this. Um, but that has something to do with it. Plus, you know, it works well acoustically which is all we got right now. Uh, yeah, there are so many great lyrics on Shiver By Me, the, that album over there that I have on display. Uh, this song, great, great lyrics too. The, the line, in the end, we're only worth what we leave behind. That's heady stuff, Adam Cryer. <laughs> Thank you. A little I, bit of, uh, there's a little bit of a uh, Peach Boys influence on that song. It's kind of a Brian Wilson, Brian Wilson tribute, Joe Strummer tribute. And uh, I don't know. It works well acoustic. Uh, we were I was surprised when I heard them all send their parts in that, it, you know, it was no longer like a reggae. It was more of a like a folk song almost, you know. But, and of course, dedicated to uh, famed Chicago Taqueria El Patron. It's a good spot. It is a good spot. Uh, so, you know, one of the things I should mention, if you're watching live on Facebook right now in the moment, it's like 8.40 at night. Uh, I'll be jumping on 101 WKQX at 10 p.m. tonight. Uh, they're doing a radiothon, like a 34-hour radiothon, along with Civil, the Chicago Independent Venue League. I had them on a little bit ago in Carcon Carne, trying to save our stages, you know, 34 different venues in Chicago. That is specific to the venues, the, keeping the lights on. Of course, the next level is the artists who have nowhere to play. 
How are you as a member of AM Taxi, the guy of AM Taxi, as a member of Lucky Boy's Confusion, how are you holding up? How is your, your optimism? How is your, how is your mood overall? I mean, fairly optimistic. There's just a lot of, we don't have a lot of answers right now. You know what yeah. I mean? I think I'm going to get a little bit more antsy in the weeks and months to come. For now, not too bad. I miss the guys though. I really miss playing music. Yeah. Who put together the video, by the way, for El Patron? Like you all did your clips. Who, who edited it? I just did it on my phone. Oh, you did it on your phone. Yeah. And you say you're not a techn- technologically inclined well, person. I didn't really know what I was doing, but uh, there's a, there's a few programs out there that I've kind of managed to mess with and use incorrectly to do what I want them to do. You know what I mean? Uh, John just checked in on the Facebook Live and he just said AM Taxi. True story, AM Taxi. <laughs> That's Adam Cryer. Uh, you are beloved in this town. So. I guess the next question after, you know, working on the El Patron video, the, the quarantine based, the, sh- how do you describe it? The, the shiver in place as opposed to shiver by me. There you go. I enjoyed that. So that's a little spark of creativity. And one of the questions I've been asking across the board of every artist I've had on over the past 58 episodes, is this a time, are you finding it? Are you finding creativity or are you just kind of getting through do you have sparks are you are you writing are you picking up the guitar and, and creating music yeah i've been writing a lot of music i've been listening to a lot of music um which i think is helpful with the, you know becoming creative there's a tom waits quote somewhere it says like everybody has this kind of little songwriter in their head and when you're listening to music you're feeding it you know what i mean so the more you listen uh the more it's kind of becoming creative and then at some point it's like okay Time to uh, write a song. So I've been, you know, listening every night and doing a little bit of writing every night. I feel like if I'm in that zone, that writing mode, I can, if I manage to stick with it, I'll get something good after a few days, probably. David William Fuller just said, love you, Adam. I listened to the album. That one right there, Shiver By Me, at least once a month. I do too. Those are, those are pretty timeless songs that you wrote on that one. The band wrote that you put together. Thank you. It's crazy how, how times change. I think it was just a year and a half ago you did the release show for that. Yeah. Well, not even. When was it? It's probably early 2019, right? It was, yeah. Well, we, yeah, we think it was February. Yeah. It's crazy. Crazy. Let's talk a little bit about what's going on with your various bands. Anything new with Taxi or LBC? Uh, yeah. Well, I, I texted some of the people from LBC, Lucky Boys Confusion, about if I was supposed to announce this or not. So I can't really, I didn't get an answer yet. So I don't know if I'm supposed to say anything or not. But we have something coming out that people have been asking for for a while um, in a digital form. Uh, that'll be real soon. I think that says a lot. Oops. I think uh, Stubby's still sitting on some uh, re-release vinyl that I got to grab from him at some point. Hopefully I didn't let the cat out of the bag too much. But. I think you might have, but that's okay. I, I'm, I'm moving forward so that you don't have to be left holding that. Uh, it's okay. They don't care. Uh, by the way, Stubby's moving out by me soon. So if you go to visit him, we got to like go to PETA Inn or something and have lunch. Okay. You'll right. get some shawarma. 
Yeah, yeah, I'll be out there. And some hummus, some baba ganoush. Sounds great. We'll go for a walk. It'll be lovely. Just saying. All right. Uh, do you, here's an interesting thought I had before we did this. I, I reached out to you, and you said you were willing to do this interview tonight, but you're almost hesitant, like, I don't know if I have much to talk about. I've always wondered, do you like doing interviews? I do. Well, I mean, I'm not, I'm not really, I haven't really talked to, I haven't done any interviews in a, a while. So I'm, I'm kind of out of the uh, interview mode. We used to do them like three or four times a day, especially in tours like Warped, where, you know, there's press tents. And when that happens, you really get into sort of the routine of it. But And everyone uh, asks the same questions, right? When, you, when you're well, in that routine? Not James Van Osdall. <laughs> right. That's a JVO. I'm disappointed, though, we're not eating any food this time around. I know. Well, you know, that's life under COVID-19. That's just, that's the world we're living in right now. I cannot wait to jump back in the car and eat food with strangers and, and friends. Well, you know, I was, when you asked me, I was kind of hoping I could stall a little bit until, you know, <laughs> restaurants are open so I could get a, a meal out of this. Well, I, I, that's, that's a working musician. That's, that's the way a musician thinks. But... <laughs> No, things are back to normal. We could do we could do another thing with LBC. We could do something with Taxi. I'm I'm full on board with both those ideas. Great, excellent. There's a, a new Ike Riley record that we're finishing up right now. Um, luckily, most of the production was done before, you know, all the lockdown and all that. So it's kind of in the mixing stages with this guy uh, Mario McNulty. Okay, he's a, he did a bunch of like David Bowie records and things like that. So I'm excited to hear what this oh is. Oh my god. Uh, Ike Riley, if you're watching this on Facebook or, or YouTube, whatever production value you see here, which is marginal, the Ike Riley family jubilee or whatever he's calling it that he does biweekly on Facebook is the most wondrous, fantastic thing I've seen from an artist during this pandemic. He and his family in the living room, they play together. It's like Johnny and June Carter Cash and the, the Carter family all getting together and playing Ike's hard scrabble songs about life and living and betrayal it is glorious we're getting little moments of his parent you know parent parental skills and you know seeing the, a little bit behind the curtain you know and the production value i i texted him after uh the one a couple of weeks ago i'm like i don't know how you did it but the sound is better than anything i've seen on any kind of zoom or artist stream to date like he's just figured everything out one microphone what's that one microphone but he's running it through something. He like digital yeah, mixer or like something. Some, some verb going on, but yeah, it's. it's um, I think it's an old, you know, show business trick. You got to have everybody at the right distance from that one mic to really make it sound the way it's supposed. Ike's a genius. You know, maybe I don't always ask the same questions, but I'm going to ask you one. I don't think I've ever asked you, and it's it's a story that is old as the beginning of the band, but I've never heard you tell it. Tell me how you came to be AM Taxi, because that was not how you started. I've never heard you tell the story. We never talked about this before? Never. Well, I think at the time when Taxi was rolling out, so to speak, I was in this weird influx situation in radio. I think I was in the process of losing my job. Key 101 fired me. Great move. Thanks, guys. And um, just, we didn't really intersect that much back then. Um, I think, so basically, this was like 2000 six when believe it or not is when lucky boy stopped touring um and you know still continued to play but we were on the road a lot you know for a few years um five or six years and that kind of got the straining on a few people 
So the decision was made to continue as a group, but not as a touring act. Um, and touring at that point in my life was my favorite part of it. You know, when you're younger, it's just really exciting to be out on the road, play in different places every night. So I was anxious to kind of get something else going. And believe it or not, um, our friend out in Long Beach, Miguel Happel, from the uh, Sublime family, Skunk Records, I'd worked with him back in 2002, and he said, look, I need you to come out with drummer, get started on a, a new record with me. I said, well, I got this drummer, but, you know, we, we haven't really jammed much. He's like, okay, here's a, here's a rehearsal space in Chicago. It's been paid for. Just play every day, you know, even work on your own songs. Just get tight as a, as a team. And then, so we did that for a month, and we flew out to Long Beach, did his project, and came back. But all that time we've been writing songs, I've been showing him, uh, Chris, these tunes I've been working on. Anyway, Jason lived down the street from that rehearsal space. So <clears throat> eventually, he started, after work, he would stop by. And we, we put out a record uh, in the summer of 2007, before we even did any gigs. And um, some of your buddies at Q101 started playing it. So we uh, put the rest of the band together. We got John and Luke Schmidt to join us. And we but started playing. At the time, I mean, the question I was kind of going for, you were American Taxi. Oh, you didn't want that whole story. I get it. No, I want the whole story, but I, so I want to make sure that we're on track for, for this question. Yeah, American Taxi. I think the name change happened sometime around, uh, it must have been after we got signed, because nobody really cared about um, the similarity between our name and some other bands and companies. Names were until, you know, a big record label comes along, then everyone gets nervous. Yeah. So we switched it. Yeah. And the logo at the time already had a capital A, capital M, American Taxi. It was just an easy fix that we could keep, you know, keep some of the name without confusing too many people. So something like that happens. You get a call. You just throw your arms up in there like, seriously, is this really happening? It's frustrating, but, you know, there's a lot worse things that happen in the music business, I guess. True. Every day. While you're in quarantine, I, I love the uh, Zen Arcade, the Husker Du t-shirt you're wearing. That is, actually, we're both like 80s old school at this point. I've got the Ray Gun shirt. You've got the Husker Du shirt. Oh, uh, yeah. Very good. Very good. What, what, what should people listen to while they're stuck in quarantine? While they're, you know, because we've all exhausted. We're done. We've all finished Netflix. We're done. I, I'm almost done with uh, HBO now. Uh, I'll be finished with Hulu shortly. What, what music do you recommend? I've been listening to, you know, everything. Uh, I listen to probably a different record every evening. Um, well, like Hendrix, The Clash, listen to the first Go-Go's record the other day. Um, Liz Fair. Uh, I really dove into Sandinista, that, you know, that triple record by The Clash, which, you know, I always listened to it over the years and I always loved it, but there's so many layers on it. You just you hear something new every time you play it. See, I, was, I haven't listened to Sandinista for a long time. For me, that album was always hit or miss. It was a song-by-song song thing. I had a hard time accepting the full three records as one. It's a lot to swallow, you know? Uh -huh. it, it bounces around a lot. All right, so looking ahead, oh, I, I should also ask, who's your favorite AM Taxi member? Can't have favorites, James. All right, fair enough. So looking ahead, a new Ike Riley album, which is very exciting. Uh, one of 
Chicago's great songwriters of the past 30 years, without question. Uh, LBC has something in the works, which we'll hear about soon. AM Taxi just put out the quarantine video for El Patron. And there you have it, right? Yeah, that's about it. Just trying to, you know, look out for skunks. Uh, a lot of wildlife is kind of um, a little bit out of control these days. They're, they're trying to reclaim their turf. I think so. My neighborhood gets skunky at night. I don't know if this is like redundant or benevolent topic for your podcasts, but it's, it's, um, it's definitely happening. And uh, they're not afraid. <laughs> you know what I mean? Skunks and I've got coyote problems in my neighborhood. And, you know, they're, uh, I've been trying to communicate with them, but we'll see what happens. Like, like Snow White? Not exactly. <laughs> We're trying to uh, trying you to know are... where they're coming from. Yeah, are... kind of like Snow White. Yeah, yeah. You're you're a Disney princess to me, Adam Cryer. <laughs> Thanks. <laughs> All right, dude. You know I love talking to you. Thank you for uh, jumping on it. This was a totally last minute thing. I appreciate uh, seeing your face and hear, hearing your voice. Anytime. Thanks for uh, thanks for giving me the call. <laughs>